0: So here's our, the surah for today, uh, The Ants, so 27. And we'll uh, be looking at uh, the chapter that corresponds with this one is The Alighting Place of the Beasts. So we'll look at that soon, inshallah. Okay. All right, I think we have everyone ready. Um, Aisha, could you lead us with the Fatiha, please?
1: Allahumma Sayyidina Muhammad wa Allah Ali Muhammad. I will be like him in a shaitan of Rahman of Rahim. Alhamdulillah, he will be like Alamin. A Rahman of Rahim. Maliki Omidin. Ya can I would wa ya can a starin. He Al Mustaqim. Siradan Ladina Nanda Alehim Kiril Mahdubi Alehim Walat And uh the English translation
0: Yeah here we go. Oh is that just is that visible or not?
1: We can't see okay. but I've got it here so I can make a start. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are verses of the Quran, a book that makes things clear. A guide and a guide and glad tidings for the faithful, who establish worship and pay the poor due and are sure of the hereafter. Lo, as for those who believe not in the hereafter, we have made their works fair seeming unto them, so that they are all astray. Those are those are they for whom is the worst of punishment, and in the hereafter they will be the greatest losers. Muhammad, you have certainly received the Quran from the all-wise and all knowing.
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, Salah, could you recite for us those verses? <laughs>
2: ان الذين لا يؤمنون بالآخرة زين لهم اعمالهم فهم اولئك الذين لهم il so thank you i
0: think everyone in Sana is rushing to get home for breaking the fast so a lot of horn honking but thank you so the recognition of an alighting place of the beasts compelled beneath two mosaic mysteries so uh, we'll, look, we'll look at one mosaic mystery and that's being compelled under a mosaic mystery and This will come from these verses. Remember when Moses said unto his household, Lo, I spy afar off a fire. I will bring you tidings thence, or bring you a borrowed flame that you may warm yourselves. But when he reached it, he was called, saying, Blessed is whoever is in the fire and whosoever is around about it. And glorified be Allah, the Lord of the worlds. So we've looked at Ibn Arabi's two, uh, thematic uh examples of searching needing and being dependent on and then having uh some amazing divine encounter and so for moses this was the very uh you know the daily search for fire or or information for help and as he was searching uh, for his family for his family's sake for this fire then comes uh the meeting with the divine and he speaks directly to Allah and receives Torah. And then the other is Hajar, who is uh, searching for water for her child and racing back and forth between Marwa and Safa. And then she finds Zamzam, which uh, for 2000 and some years is providing a blessed water in the same place. And so this is Ibn Arabi's explanation for us of how we do what is a daily need and that our need for something that might seem very trivial, uh, you know, just getting a, a a fire for your family. It might not seem that important. And yet that is the uh, prelude to this uh, wonderful divine encounter. And so we have then the poem that begins this chapter is this one here.
3: So far off, The veils and the gauzy nets are actually drawn down only because of a tremendous matter, all of it majestic, sublime. If in fact what was veiled would appear before our eyes, no religions or creeds would appear among us. And what was desired would not appear in the faults of sickness nor any medicine or therapy or fortuitous accidents. And no new creation the soul would be wrapped up in, confused. And no being mixed up in the middle, no, and no being discomposed. Indeed, with the veils, their form is seen by the eye. And with this, no weariness reaches your eyes. The eyes of existence behind the curtain are observing, and the veils make see what the eyeballs do not see.
0: Okay. So it's very important that in the, in the folds of sickness, or folds of you know, incapacity, dependency, sickness, in those folds, that's where medicine comes and therapy and fortuitous accidents come so this is the part of the path is to see these um, folds of sickness and dependent that we have and see them as the means to which we get what we desire and the mechanism will be that we'll look throughout here is subjugation and subjugation i'm using the strong english word uh, for tasqir. Uh, it could be subject to, but subjugation is good. It really is a very powerful um, and it probably very triggering word, subjugation, because you subjugate someone and that's a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, but uh, Ibn Arabi is going to show us how subjugation really works and how, what its reality is. So after that poem, he then begins the prose passage. And he says, learn, may God assist you. You seeker searching for marifa of the matters as they truly are in themselves. That you will not know this except if God teaches you in yourself and shows you this in your thought, in your essence. Then you will reach what you are looking for through tasting when you halt there to learn through kashv. So kashv is the disclosure when the veils are lifted and you see what's beneath and tasting, tasting. Um, And then we'll see a third is faith. There is no way to reach this except by timeless grace, providing you a full and complete readiness to receive through exercising your soul. So this is the Sufi Riada. These are the exercises um, we've given the example of being thankful so that you count your blessings. So you look, you have a practice of looking at every single thing that you are thankful for. And by the end of the day, when you're finished the count, (laughs) then you'll have reached what the exercise is telling you to reach. And struggling physically with your body, so that's the mujahadat that the Sufis talk about. And these are usually rituals that are carried on uh, to extreme measures so that you can really exercise and test your body. And taking on divine names, so that is to bring on the divine names and operate as those divine names. And verifying yourself the pure angelic spirits and cleansing yourself with law-based purification. Those purification rituals that are sent down as law, not things the intellect can come up with. And by voiding connections to existent beings. So instead of being dependent on existent beings, you're dependent, you know that you're dependent on Allah. And emptying the sight, so that the sight for Ibn Rabbi is your heart, from all entities. So that will be a house only for God you see the true chose for himself only that part of you which is your heart when he lit him the heart with the light of faith so that he would be vast enough for the sublime majesty of the true so these purifications are purifications with water so that's ablution and water is knowledge so in the quran when when rain comes down that's water that water is knowledge coming down and that knowledge goes into the soil, which is parched, and then it, uh, things grow from it. So knowledge, when it comes down to our dry self, uh, it, it things grow from it. So water knowledge. You also purify with dust in tayamum, And so that's when you touch the, the dust of the earth with the hands and then wipe the hands and the face. So when you do that tayamum with dust, you're taking what you think is the greatest part of you, your brain, <laughs> and you're putting dust on your brain. And then in Arabic, just like in English, when someone is stuck up, they have their nose in the air. And so the Arabic is to dust their nose, and that is you dust their nose, you humiliate them. Um, And so when we put dust on our nose, we take our arrogance and we humble it or humiliate it. And then we dust the hands, which we presume is the place of power. So when you say, I have a hand, that's related to power. And so when you put dust on that, you say, this hand is not that powerful. So that purification of with water, knowledge, dust, tayammum, all of that is taking us down to uh, dependency and utter dependency. And so we cry, medet, help me. And when we are in utter dependency and cry medet, then the link between us and the divine is, you know, glows. And then we also purify by racing, like Hajjat did, for an emergency, utterly dependent and crying madet. So that is also purification because she left all of her ego. All she's doing is running and racing for the sake of her child in utter need and dependency. We also purify by pursuing a daily need of the family as in the mosaic case. So pursuing pursuing a daily need is a path towards the humbleness, the preparation, the dependency that's needed in order to meet with the divine. And there'll be the value of then menial service so called menial service. And uh, when I was uh, studying, trying to when I would reach when I was in uh, in triplicate and I would go to my Sanskrit teacher, taking this bus at the bus stop, there was this person with a small stall, and he had this really nice sugary milk drink kind of thing. And uh, we got to know each other. And then at some point, he told me, he said, you might not think much of what I do and my work, but for, you know, that I wipe the condensation off of the bottle before I give it to you. You might not think much of my work, but it is my worship of the of God. And so he very much clearly understood that what it, whether it looks menial or not, it's a service, which is your service, which is your devotion and your worship. And that is the path to the divine.
4: Every breath is a path to Allah, each life an open door. Beloved, every breath is a path to Allah, each life an open door. Hi hi, Every soul says yes to the truth la Who, yahoo, every soul is praising the truth of Allah alone. Beloved, the holy friends are past description, their ways are manifold. Beloved, the holy friends are past description, their ways are manifold. Hi hi there clear dawn is divine unity illallah who Yahoo their great springtime divine unity All alone beloved
0: So thank you so the path to this the path to Allah is is in is in every breath it can be in any breath and in every breath and this is means that tells us that we don't have to be these great um athletes of spirituality that we're not we don't need to make ourselves stronger and stronger and more saintly and more saintly what we really need to do is find out that whatever we're doing whether it seems menial or not whether it's simply taking care of your your family or whatever it might be, where you are dependent, and you know you are dependent, and you cry out, "Madet, help me, then that breath becomes the path to Allah. And so now Ibn will move into uh, this area about the all-enabled beings. And so he's saying, how could that, so this, as the state and condition of the enabled beings, all of them, is as we cited with these adjectives which do not come with ignorance as to what they are. So seeing, hearing, we all know what seeing and hearing is. Then how could their state be at the moment of their becoming and their visible emergence for their soul merely a lifeless mineral inarticulate? So when something is, comes which has hearing and seeing in all the adjectives, how can this mineral just be lifeless? inarticulate or a plant magnifying his creation creator without validating the truth for himself so how can a plant praise the creator without knowing the truth of who the creator is or an animal in his changing states not confirming the truth so ibn Arabi says the chameleon the way it changes its color is the truth of we are always we're all variegated and changing color all the time and that verifies The truth that we are all these images of Allah that's striking the mirror one after the other, after the other, after the other. Or a human to his cherisher, not stuck fast. So our very breath is coming from our Rahman. Our very being is coming from the divine. So how can we not be stuck fast to the one who cherishes us and keeps us alive? So inescapably, everything in being, every enabled entity, which is the site of being, is celebrating God with his praise in a language which is not understood, in a modulated sound to which not everyone's attention is roused. But the people of Kush hear it as an attestation. So the people of Kush hear the pebbles celebrating the tasbih of Allah. And the faithful person accepts it by faith and as a worship. So and if you don't hear it by Kush, then you know it and hear it by faith. He exalted says there is no thing, but it celebrates God with his praise. But you do not understand the celebration. He is halim, rafur. He brought a name of the veil and the cover. So that is the word rafur, covering and forgiving the offenses. And he brought the name which involves the postponement of punishment to a later date and no rush to judgment. And it is the name halim, moderate, leisurely and proceeding. So kash or faith to see what's really happening. The tasbih, the celebration that even all the minerals have. And so in the Prophet uh picked up uh, some pebble, a pebble and said, you can hear the tasbih of Allah in this pebble. This pebble is speaking, articulating the praise of the divine. And he brought one companion over and the companion said, I hear, I hear it. And then another one said, can I come in? And they come, I hear it, I hear it. And then the third one came and said,
3: I don't hear it.
0: <laughs> and so, so only three people could hear it that day. Um, and so Ravi tells us that story over and over to tell us that these minerals are speaking. You either hear it or you have faith that it's speaking. And then when you have faith that this mineral that he is speaking, then, uh, then you hear it through faith. You see, he you knows, so this is kash and faith. You see, he knows that among his creatures, there are those who have been denied kashf and faith. They're not going to be able to see through the veil lifting and they're not going to see through faith. They are the intellects who the slaves who are slaves devoted to thinking and the ones who stand on metaphor. They go across from the outward literal to the inward hidden, but abandon the outward so that they don't they don't say that it's actually speaking. You see, they are not people of cash or people of faith, as God has covered over their eyes from witnessing what the beings truly have in themselves. And they are not nourished with the faith in their heart, which would be for the heart a light, which would go back and forth, outward, inward, outward, inward, back and forth, like one hand to the other. As for the true speaking faithful, the ones of determination among the friends, they see the matter with two eyes and they witness with the light of their faith the two high desert roads, the nudge So two eyes, you see this way, and you see this way, and you go back and forth and back and forth. And you see that the world and everything in it is celebrating the divine. It is only that God takes the sight of some of his creatures away from perceiving this life flowing throughout and this articulation and this perception that these That everything has flowing throughout all the sights of being, just as God takes away the sights of the people of intellects and thinking from the perception of what they are discussing, so the people of intellect and thinking, God removes their sight. The people, which, the people of kashf and faith are upon a knowing of what the matter truly is concerning these entities, both during their state in the empty void, and when they come into being. So before when we were in an empty void, we then were brought out in, into a thingness, and then from thingness, we are brought into being. Then whoever displays his life, so whenever these things display their life, he is called alive. And whoever hides his life, and does not display it to every eye, he is called a plant or a mineral. And then, and so then from the Quran, Ibn Arabi gives us lists uh, often, as for the people of Kashfin witnessing, the people signaled out, a witnessing has been given to them, which has not been provided to the witnessing of the veiled over people. The people of the witnessing say, we hear and we see. So if the veil is lifted, you say, we hear, we see. The veiled over people say, we do not hear and we do not see. And then the people of faith say, we believe and we attest to the truth. So in the Quran, indeed there is no thing but he celebrates god with his praise do you not see that to god bow down whoever is in the heavens and whoever is in the earth and the sun and the moon and the stars and the mountains and the trees and the beasts and to god bow down whoever is in the heavens and whoever is in the earth including beasts and the thunder celebrates god with his praises and to God, bow down, whoever is in the heavens and the earth, willingly or unwillingly, and their shadows, too, in the mornings and the nights. And ant said, O oh, ants, get into your habitation, lest Solomon and his troops trample you while they are unaware. So he smiled at her statement. We were taught the articulation of the birds. We shall extract from the earth a beast who will speak to them. So. Uh, If anyone with faith in the Qur'an then has faith that all beings are alive, articulate, intelligent.
5: The nightingale at dawn sings as the heart of the rose joining with the song all creation knows breathing with every step alhamdulillah chanting with every step all praises are flowing to all creatures moving everywhere think they're going here and there one way they cannot flee brings them to reality whether or not one knows Each step belongs to the beloved. Each step
0: within
5: the beloved. Alhamdulillah. Ashki faces death before this life passes by to be and only be Die before you die. Give thanks with every breath. Alhamdulillah. Give thanks with every step. All praises are flowing to Allah. Truth has led me on the path. Of the halvety to the seal of founding peers, Nur adin Jerahi, the way of passionate love, alhamdulillah, transformed by divine love. All praises are flowing to Allah. The life of supplication is the life of exaltation. The life of supplication is the life of exaltation.
0: Beautiful. So, so that's another way to say all that. <laughs> um, Aisha, could you read the hadith for me? Maybe save my voice a little bit. This, these ones here. Thank you.
1: Okay. Then he reports that a group of the creatures will not believe this, but will take it out of its outward literal sense by far-fetched interpretation. So he says, indeed, the people are not believing in our signs, That is, faith does not sit firmly with the signs which these verses are part of in their hearts. No, they should be faced toward, sorry, no, they should be faced toward with faith, and a group of them interpret this in a way that is different from the perspective which is meant. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, (coughs) said, the muezzin is attested to. The Muazzin is attested to up to the reach of his voice by every wet and dry metonym for all organic bodies created from the four humours. And he said about Uhud, this mountain loves me and I love him. And he said, indeed, I know a stone in Mecca who accepted my mission before I was sent. And it has been authenticated that the pebbles in his hand celebrated God. And it has been authenticated that the tree stump longs for him and one he used to lean against when he was addressing the people with a sermon before the mimber, the pulpit was used. When the mimbar was made for him, he abandoned him, but the stump yearned for him. So he got down from his member and came to him and stroked him with his hand until he calmed down and it is authenticated that the shoulder of the poisoned sheep spoke to him and he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the hour will not come until the tip of his whip speaks to the man and his thigh informs him informs on him about what his family did after him
0: thank you wonderful So this is that wonderful sentence. So friend, do not let the skin be more intelligent than you about the matter, with your claim that you are one of the people of intellect endowed with mental perception. You see, this skin has understood the articulation of everything, and that God is the giver of articulation to whoever he desires to give it to. But you think that God does not know much of what you are doing. This is the discourse of the one who believes that God does not know the details. Now, he says, But this thinking of yours, which you are thinking about your cherisher will be your ruination that is will destroy you. So you will wake up among the losers. So remember, we had the verse in the beginning about the greatest of the losers. And it's very easy to read that uh, passage as sort of a punitive passage after the fact, it's actually a warning to people who are using their brains too much. Loss is the opposite of profit, and it is the discrete decrease of the principal capital, as the matter is a trade described by profit and loss. He exalted his saying, Their trade did not profit, and they were not among the guided people. Immediately following his word, These are the ones who traded error for guidance. So when they sold guidance for error, they lost. And he said, Shall I lead you to a trade which will save you from a grievous torment? have faith in God and his messenger, and fight hard in the way of God. In fact, he turns these matters towards trade, apart from other subjects, because the Qur'an came down to the Quraysh in the language of the Quraysh and the Hijaz, and they were traders more than others among the Arabs. Since most of what they had was trading, God dressed up the essence of the law and faith in the language of trade, so the Qur'an would be closer to their understandings and more congruent with their situations. And so this is the, the, the audience of the Quran, there is an original a first audience and that first audience are traders. So the law is dressed up in language of trade so that they'll understand. And therefore for the because this is a universal Quran, addressing everyone, then we have to find out where we sit to receive this universal Quran and that's when we talked about the cave of the heart and other things so and now i've explained the situations as they really are the beasts are singled out with this name baha'im derived from ibham confounded and Mubaham, stopped up and mute on account of the matter being vague and confused about them in fact we have already explained to you what they have what the beasts have with their deep marifa of God and the beings. So they know God and they know us and everything else. Thus they are called so because their situation is vague and confusing to us. So they're called mute beasts and confounded and perplexed and stopped up because we are stopped up and not seeing who they truly are. The confounding and perplexity of their situation is actually in the place of our ignorance of them or our confusion about the situation. We do not recognize the form of the situation as the people of Kash do. And this is very un- unusual in the Futaha. Ibn Arabi has put himself in a we here. Usually he'll say, human beings, they, and he's sort of like, you guys, you guys think this, you guys think that. And, and then they'll say, we, People of Kush understand these things and you guys don't. Here he's saying we. He's really being very he's descending to our level and saying, we just don't know these things because we don't have Kush the way the people of Kush do. So he's telling us, if you can't get kush, then you need to get faith. So they are Baha'im, mute beast, according to those who are not people of Kush or faith. Their situation is confused and confounding. these people when they are seeing some of the animals and their behaviors that are originating from them which could only originate from thinking and sound perspective and detailed observation that originates from them by instinct not from thinking and not from seeing with the mind so god abhama confuses and confounds some of the people about their situation but they cannot deny what they're seeing namely the skillful designs they're seeing originating from these beasts i wonder I have to move this bar up here. I wonder, what would they do with what they are seeing with their own eyes concerning what originates from these beasts, these skillful actions, like the spiders in arranging their web strings to trap the fly which God made their nourishment, and how some animals store away some of their food, a known amount and a particular measure, and their knowledge of the time periods, and their making provisions for themselves with their foods, they eat only half of what they are storing fearing a drought when they would not find what they're feeding on as the ant does. So here we have uh, deliberation, planning, uh, understanding that the time periods and the seasons will pass, understanding that you need to save some of your food for the next day or the next month. Um, How can this be anything but intelligence? How can this be anything but intelligence? I was walking yesterday in the forest with my son and we were looking at the way trees mother trees have trees next to them which are getting almost no light but they're doing very well they're flourishing so what happens is that the mother tree will make sure that through the root system these little trees are getting all the light all the nourishments they need even if they can't get direct sunshine and then we've also talked about uh, there are trees that can grow their branches into a gap and get and get uh sun from that gap and that growing period might be two years so this tree spends two years working on getting a branch to go into a gap that will be there in two years how can this be anything but intelligence <laughs> so now let's look at this story of the donkey which is another one very easy to un- to misunderstand and i think i'll be able to give uh, the context that ibn Arabi wants us to see here and learn that beasts understand and know things about the human being and the situation of the other world and the truths upon which rests upon which being rests, which some of the people are ignorant of and do not know. It is, as was told by someone about one of them, that he saw a man riding on a donkey and he was beating the head of the donkey with the switch. The onlooker wanted to stop him from beating the head of the donkey but the donkey said to him leave him be because it's his own it's his own head he is beating the donkey knew that he would be rewarded for these things he was doing with him his statement leave him be was because the donkey knew what good he would get with god for doing that or his knowledge as well that the man had rendered to him fully his light right to get what he was created for to be subjugated so he knew what that he merited by rights the beating so this is subjugation all of this is facets to be verified for yourself comparing the format of this behavior and the statement on the part of this donkey with other facets which this behavior might demand so now we will look at these other facets and we'll talk about and we need to look at what this subjugation mean and why did the donkey say let him hit, hit let him keep hitting me on the head with his switch and we will then the key here will be the donkey said let him keep hitting me on the head because the donkey knows that he is subjugated to this person who is not care is and he's carrying something from point a to point b not the miraculous cure of the of humankind he's not carrying uh the the solution to all the problems of the world he's carrying some load from a to b and yet menial as that might be it is a job it is a service and it is something that the donkey then is subjugated to do so that this load can be taken from a to b let's look at when there is no load taking from a to b when there is no service menial or otherwise then we go to the sparrow and it is related that the sparrow on the day of arising for judgment will say oh lord ask this one Why did you kill me mindlessly? So that's the key. The sparrow was killed mindlessly. So that means not subjugated to do a service, however insignificant and menial. The the sparrow was killed mindlessly. That's the key, that's the injustice. And it is that way for the one who cut a tree without benefit or transported a stone with no advantage accruing to a single one of the creation of God. So you don't mindlessly put a stone over here if they because the stone is subjugated to serve in a some capacity, some job, no matter how menial or insignificant, but to just mindlessly put the stone somewhere else, then that stone is not being of use to creation. And with subjugation, learn that the beasts, even if they are subjugated, put low for the human being, do not be mindless, forgetting that you are actually subjugated to them. In what you do by looking after their betterment. So obviously say subjugation goes both ways. They're subjugated to you. You're subjugated to them because you have to look after their betterment. You have to bring them water and fodder and you have to do whatever is good for them, such as cleaning their places and scraping off filth and dung for their sakes and protecting them from the harm of heat and cold this and things like it are so because the true has subjugated you to them and has made in you a need for them you see they're the ones who carry your loads to a country you could not reach except by expending a half of your utmost that is you could not reach to these other countries except by fantasy and imagination not physically except by the intermediation of these riding beasts so without these riding beasts we could not travel from there to there you have no excelling over them in their subjugation. So, because they're subjugated you, doesn't make you better than them. Because God made you need them more than they need you. The so B'nai Rabi is always telling it the story when you go to the horse, the horse runs away from you. Because you need the horse. And the horse is independent, doesn't need you, and runs away from you. And so, subjugation is actually a mechanism of how things get done in the creation that trans that permeates all of creation so we have angelic subjugation so angels are subjugated to human beings planets and celestial bodies are subjugated to human beings and this and obviously we should know angels are superior to human beings and so they are subjugated to us and that doesn't make us superior and then there is work-based subjugation which is the one of the donkey so to get a work done I have to be uh, the donkey has to be subjugated to me. And I have to be subjugated to the donkey and take care of the donkey and do all those things. So subjugation goes two ways, both ways. But there's a difference in the quality of who needs who. So the horse sees me runs away because the horse doesn't need me, I need the horse. So subjugation goes both ways. There is no sense of superiority in subjugation. You got to hold all of that together. So angelic subjugation. I'm saying the mechanism of the creation. This is what it's angelic subjugation, work-based subjugation. Now let's look at sex-based subjugation. Okay, the men are supports for the women. So one is subjugated to the other, and and they're subjugated to one is subjugated to the other, and the other is subjugated to the other. So it goes both ways. So the way so if women are subjugated to men the men are subjugated to the women by being their support so what they have to do is if they were horses muck out their stables or do other things which will support the work of the women so the men are subjugated to women by having to be supports and make all of these things possible so that the work of the woman can be done and then ibn Arabi is very gently hinting to the men in the audience saying like the horse the woman is complete and doesn't need you you're the one who needs the woman and so that that is the ibn arabi's gentle lesson for men then there is wealth-based subjugation so wealth-based subjugation starts from Whatever is more in your provision, so whatever you have gotten wealth, you've gotten additional, you've gotten profit, you've gotten more, you know it is for the general betterment of another. So if you receive more than you need, then you know that what you have received is for another, and from its surplus, you provide a goodly loan to God, that is charity. So you, you get, when you get more than what you need, the more is for someone else, it belongs to someone else. And so when uh, the person comes and says, you know, the the beggar says, you know, give me what is mine from God, the wealthy person gives what came from God to this person because it is and was and always has been this poor person's wealth, not to own not the wealthy person's wealth. Thus, He raises some of them above others in steps on the ladder, in order for some of them to take others as subjugated to them. Subjugation works both ways. So the wealthy person is subjugated to the poor person. The wealthy person is subjugated to the poor person and has to provide what is extra to that poor person. And that's the mechanism for how wealth gets distributed is it's gets distributed to the poor through the wealthy. And of course, we can and we can complain about subjugation, we can like the man said to the donkey, you know, quit beating the donkey's head. Um, But there was something behind there. And then to really get us understanding this, we need to also look at this one last one. There is divine-based subjugation, so, if you, so this subjugation applies to the divine. And since God has brought himself down to the alighting place of his creatures, he effectively executes against himself their rules, just as the rich are subjugated under the rule of the poor to provide them with their surplus. Thus he rules not about them, but by them. So the divine subjugates himself to the creatures saying, I won't judge you based on my person or my thinking or what I want or what I desire, I will judge you based on your actions, so I will subjugate my will to your actions, this is part of the final argument he has against them, it is his word a fitting recompense a recompense for the good they did, a recompense for what bad they earned. Their deeds torment them, and their deeds bless them. No one else is deciding judicially about them, so they have no one to blame but themselves. So subjugation works all the way through. Okay.
6: Weave the mountain as the star, I will call on you, my creator, upon you, I will call. I come with a bird singing, I will call. Dear, with Mohammed, love so dear, upon you let me call with the cry of a fool, ayarshakoo, uh, upon uh, you.
0: Alhamdulillah,
4: Alhamdulillah. Um, the Ghazi net reminds me of Nidia's mom's vision of the net around the earth, that what it is.
0: Yeah so that that's a a net around which uh, allows us to see and so uh, and actually next week we're going to go deeply into the the veils again because we were there uh, two weeks ago, and I think, and we had something with the veils today, um, but that is the one that allows us to see. Yes.
4: Wonderful. Um, oops. <laughs> is Kia being translated as station?
0: Uh, no, no, no. Ubadia is, is, is slave basis or you know complete uh, servanthood or slavehood. Um, is, uh, so Taskhir is so T A S K H I R is uh, subjugation and so subjugation is so if you have when you something is pulled uh, you so there's a puller and a pulled and there's a pushed and a pushing so these are that's how uh, subjugation works It's how it's the mechanics of how things get done Uh, someone pulls someone is pulled someone pushes someone is pushed and so from the angelic to the uh, human, to work, to sex, to uh, what was our third? And then to the divine also, subjugation is is a mechanism in creation.
4: So if we tend to shift to metaphors, it means we are deficient as we are not seeing matters with two eyes.
0: Right. So the the idea about the crossing the arroyo or or crossing over something and having a lesson is that you take the outward and you cross it over to its inward meaning. But you never leave off the outward. And that's and that's the key. So the people he's talking about, they start with the outward and they try to go to the inward, but then they say, uh, oh, so everything is um, is. A clear sign that, that God is great, and then they forget to say the outward that the ants are speaking and they are celebrating, and so they give they go from the outward to the inward and then try to drop the outward. And in the legal uh, field, uh, this is called botania. It's when someone says, "Well, fasting is for is tuskia is to purify. So if I can purify myself." then I don't need to fast. And so that's, that's holding, letting go of the outward. And Ibn Harvey says, if you only have the outward, you're in good shape. If you have the outward and the inward, you're in the best shape. If you only have the inward without the outward, you're in bad shape because uh, we, we need to have two eyes. We need to see both.
4: Salam. thank you for this wonderful session as always. In nature, the plants, most of the animals do not necessarily need humans to exist they are subjugated to Allah. Where is the subjugation here? Mean that humans are in fact, all subjugated to the rest of creation, animals, plants, minerals, but not necessarily the way around.
0: Yes, so the subjugation is both ways, but there's a quality difference. And so the subjugation is that that everything creation is subjugated to the human being, that means that the human being is subjugated to creation. And so uh, the quality is that the human being needs creation and creation doesn't need the human being. So that's that's the both both are subjugated to each other. And one of them the, the quality is one of them doesn't need the other the way the way the other one needs. And so that's that's how that distinction takes place. And what it teaches is that since if I know that subjugation has nothing to do with superiority, And it tells me that I am subjugated. That means that they're subjugated to me as a blessing. What a wonderful thing. Work can be done. Uh, Worship can be done. Work can be done. Something that is the goal of creation can be achieved because they are willing to be subjugated to me. And then my subjugation to them is also in gratitude and also realizing that without them, I could not, That this goal of the universe could not be uh, reached.
4: As I see it, humans have been given the trusteeship of all these, hence subjugated.
0: The, the human beings have been, have, have been given the what? I missed miss that. A
4: trusteeship. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are different ways that, that I mean, religions and, and traditions hold them. Uh, Ibn Arabi uses the very, very strong concept of subjugation um, to, to give to really show the dependency because dependency is the way that we reach the divine we come to the divine approach the divine by dependency and to know that i am subjugated to another to minerals plants animals humans angels and the divine to know that subjugation is to is a humbling one so instead of making me superior it makes me more and more humble because i realize i can't do anything on my own And so that subjugation is to recognize my slavehood, that I I have nothing. And then when I know that I have nothing, then uh, this work can be accomplished.
4: You explain people of kash and the people of faith. How about people of tastings?
0: Well, so the people of tasting is... is is, is a kind of a, a kash. Um, so the people of tasting will will have this as well. So they 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 will they will taste uh, their position and the position of those who are subject to them and they are subject to them. Uh, so that can be a, a tasting as well, something that you know. And then when you know that it's it's full, complete, and always is with you, and you take that to everything else, and then you begin to realize that this whole universe has this subjugation one to another and that even the divine then uh, re- drops down into our level which can only be a, a subjugation
4: please repeat the meaning of angelic sub- subjugation
0: okay. so the uh the angels are subjugated uh they're are angels that are created when i say astaghfirullah uh you know i say cover up um, and astaghfirullah and Medet, the angels created for that and that angel then is subjugated to that phrase to that dhikr and the angel spends the rest of uh, the time until the day of judgment uh, holding that dhikr so that it will be it will be of use on the day of judgment so that angel has been subjugated and said that it, my job is to hold this dhikr for this person for how many years it's going to be and so that's that's a subjugation the planets uh, so angels are also very similar to uh, planets and celestial bodies, and they are subjugated to the process of humanity, and so the humanity then is uh, the 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 process of the light of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam realized, and so that is that humanity has all of creation working to support. Humanity, so that humanity can be the perfect reflection of the divine.
4: We seem to do an awful lot of thinking and using the intellect to try to understand Ibn Arabi. How does this sit with the apparent opposite of Kash faith in our case? Will God remove our faith? A slightly tongue-in-cheek question, but nonetheless.
0: I th- I think I missed some of the words. There. Oh yeah, here yeah, I got it. Okay, use it to try. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thinking and, and intellect. So, uh, so there is art, and that's and it's. We need to use the word intelligence sometimes, but intellect is a particular kind of uh, intelligence. Um, and intellect and thinking um, is is saying that through my thinking. My th- that my thinking is independent and self-sustaining, I can then embrace and encompass things and know them. Um, that that is a that is a way that's not going to work. Um, so, but being able to speak about what's happening um, that that uses intelligence and things like that that we can we can speak about things um, and it's and it's actually. Uh, very clear in Ibn Arabi about how the how the intellect works and how Kash and faith works. What he's saying with faith is that faith tells you that the stone is is speaking. And the intellect says there's no way the stone is speaking. So clearly the intellect is not the way to understand how the how the um the stone is speaking. And then the intellect will then make up all sorts of arguments about, well the ants that do that they're 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 being instinctive and and he says well you use the word instinct but uh when when i do something when my body wants something and does something uh, is that instinct too or is that thoughtfulness and planning um and so you know you can use whatever word you like but it's clear that when the ants are storing food they know that there is a future and that they know that this is the thing to do for being provisioned for the future. so they And so they are not using intellect, but actually intellect is saying that uh, I can't even believe that that's happening. It must be some other explanation.
4: I remember having a conversation with plants as a child where I asked questions and some form of understanding. I was satisfied that, that I was satisfied with. Could that have been real?
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is my son is over there i have to to tell him to say this anyway uh when he was a kid we would go through the forest and he would just he just thought it would everyone talks to trees and trees talk to everyone and so um and i never kind of told him uh, don't tell that to other people because he was homeschooled so he couldn't he was a, a bit sheltered uh but he could speak to trees trees spoke to him and uh then i was with my other son on that hike and uh, all of a sudden, a hawk comes down. And the hawk came down, and this is, uh, and he said, oh, that's what happens in the Greek, uh, the ancient Greek uh, stories. And I said, well, this is what what this is, is that you, you'll have something that's forming inside you, some insight that's forming inside of you. And when the hawk comes down, that is a confirmation and a solidifying of, of what is forming inside you, some insight that's forming inside. So uh, there is there is, no doubt that at, that as we increase our awareness of what's of, of all the beings around us, then uh, we increase our this is this is the spiritual path. This is the path that teaches us what we need to know, because they know what everything they need to know, and they know what we need to know. And as and he said that the animals see things that we don't see, and then they can then teach us And that they only teach us not if we're chasing them saying I need you, but we also say, um, would you be subjugated to me, and then that makes me subjugated to you. And so when that that relationship comes, then and our humility is there, then things start happening. But if our arrogance is there, then the animals run away. And that's why purification is through tayamum, is dust, is you you dust up here because we think our brain is so important and we think our nose is up in the air, and so that's that to get dusted to bring us down. So that's purification. And then purification through water is purification of knowledge that we know that we're dependent. And then that purifies us. And then purification is through emergency, like haja with her child. And that is the purification. And with that purification, zamzam comes. The Torah is revealed. You know, all the things that the, the divine communication, intimate conversation takes place.
4: When one can't do jahadat, what can replace it? Whom or what is one subjugated to?
0: So uh, so the subjugation yeah. then is, is to we, we have to see ourselves as subjugated to all the things around us. And that is that we are not superior, but that we are subjugated, that we can only accomplish things if this uh, mechanism is, is put into place. And that tells me that I'm not an individual standing alone. Uh, you know, an atomic individual, and I can go it alone and do it all myself, I have to know that unless there are others, uh, minerals, plants, animals, angels, and the divine, and the humans, unless there are others which are helping me, then I won't be able to accomplish anything. And so that, that reminds me of my utter dependence.
4: My cat is sleeping quite relaxed between my back and the chair.
0: Yeah, Ibn always said that the cats know things that definitely know things, and so he talked about one that people would visit, and he would they would watch the cat whether the cat talks to them or not, and uh, you could tell who who's who by what who the cat would tell you is going on. Definitely.
4: So, is subjugation interdependence?
0: Yeah. So subjugation. So interdependence is the way that the creation works then and so uh, and the intellect is trying to make me an individual atomic individual and say you're yourself you know you do it and you can do it Um, and the intellect is telling me that i can bind reality and i can i am sufficient unto myself and that's the intellect talking and the heart is saying that i i am not sufficient unto myself i am in utter need and so, inter- and so interdependent subjugation is the mechanism of creation. Yes.
4: How are we subjugated to the angel?
0: Well, so that's interesting. And so they, they also, the, I had a question about how, how to what it, uh, the poor to the rich and the, and the human to the angel, that subjugation. I don't know about that. We'll have to keep looking for that.
4: Okay. Concerning those who have been veiled over. Do not hear nor see. Can they, we change that station, and how?
0: Yeah. So the the changing of that station, the, the removal of the veils, uh, is is the recognition of interdependence, or the recognition that I am not a, uh, the single atomic individual, and that usually takes place. We had that poem that said that what we desire, because they desire the same thing that everyone desires. Um, is folded inside is there's sickness which has folded inside of it the therapy and the fortuitous accidents all of that so it's through sickness or through dependency or through humility that uh, we find folded in it all the things that we need, and so this is how. It's a blessing for the faithful when they when they have things that go against them and they have afflictions and they have needs. It's their blessing because they realize that this is my true position. Some people will go arrogantly throughout the whole world and it won't be until the nightmare of after their death. That nightmare will then shock them into saying you are not the end of the world and this you are not the individual. Um, So they're blessed if they get it in this world, because then they say they their intellect carries them for a while. You know, I had an intellect that carried me for a while. And then when a disaster hit, the intellect proved itself to be utterly worthless. (laughs) But it took me a while to get that. But then I realized this intellect helped me not a bit. And I just said, the heck with it, throw away the intellect.
4: So it seems that we have a predestined contract subjugation, not only with the law, but to everything around us—animals, plants, etc.—and that we need to develop the wisdom to know which contracts belong to us.
0: Yeah. So that, and that's why, um, you know, for instance, if I uh, our house is only heated by firewood, so when I go to the trees, I go with Fatiha because I have they have to say that you can take me for firewood Um, and so the fatiha is there and 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 i was telling that story a while ago i had just come back from new york in the derga and uh before that my father and i were 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 working on this huge huge tree and we had a huge huge deep deep v into it Um, and then uh, and it still wasn't falling so, um, you know, more and more bismillah, more and more Fatihas, And then I went to New York, went to the Dargah, and came back on Tuesday. And as I was walking through the forest to get to this tree, I heard the krik, 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 and It came down. And so, and so it was, you know, she or he were saying that, I'll come down when I'm ready. You'll get your firewood when I'm ready. <laughs> and uh, it actually came down the other way. You know, you, you cut a vine that's supposed to go this way came down absolutely the other way. And so that's always been my lesson that every time I go out there, I realize that, you know, if will you give me firewood, I'm dependent on you to warm up this house. uh, And if you are willing, please give me your firewood. And then this one said, No, I'm willing, but you're not going to be around. And it's not going to be you doing it, I'll come down when I want. And I'll come down the direction I want. (laughs) So
4: um, you made the comment when a hawk comes down, it is a confirmation of what is happening inside. Animals see what we don't see. Is this yep. from you or from Ibn Arabi?
0: Uh, yeah, animals see what we—that's—that's that's from uh, Ibn Arabi. The animals see what we don't see. Uh, he takes the hadith when the, the person is on the funeral bier being being taken to the grave. Um, the person who is on the is on the going to the grave, and they are they are. Um, they have done wonderful things, their life bridge is beautiful, they'll say, hurry up, hurry up. And then the other one whose life bridge has has uh, a lot of problems in it will say, where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? And so the the horses hear that and so this is how when they we often see and and the hadith has about the horse when they when they bolt or they buck when they see that this person is absolutely terrified of going into the grave. And also when you're going by a cemetery, we also have uh, stories that the horse, you know, they bolt when they get near the cemetery, because there's someone in there who's being tormented and is in, in real trouble. So the horses see these things. And the same way the cat sees the person entering in saying this is a, this is a a friend, this is a wali, and they and they they work and they you know they come close to the person, all that, and someone else comes in and they run away. They said it's not somebody I want to be with, and so the animals, and that's how we can look at how the animals are reacting to things uh, when they said about tsunamis. You know, if you see the animals running for the hills, you got go on your way. It
4: was the command of the angels to bow to Adam not the ultimate obligation of the angels?
0: that's a good way of looking at it right because um because the allah says i know what you do not know that there's a reason why i'm making someone who is going to pollute the earth and is going to shed blood there's no question that we we pollute the earth and we shed blood but there's some reason for making this this adam eve and the reason this adam eve is the the angels need to say i have faith that God knows what's best and that Adam and Eve are being made and they're going to make a khalifa, they're going to shed blood and they're going to they're going to pollute the earth, but I have faith that there's a reason for that, um, and so then those who were hesitant about that. That that one uh, Ibn Arabi says that they they had to uh, be brought down to our level, and so in the battle of Badr, uh, those angels, he said there were fifty thousand angels who needed to come down to our level and do what they hated. They hate fighting, so they had to come down and fight among the Muslims. And so that was Ibn Arabi saying that was kind of their way of being told that <clears throat> I tell you that you are serving this this human being, no matter how bad this human being is, then you're going to serve it. <laughs> and that's also the mercy as well. So when I say, the angels created and doesn't say, is the guy really sincere? Is he really a worthy person? They just do what they're told to do. And that is, I'm going to protect this guy.
4: <laughs> Off topic, if you don't mind, a couple of sessions ago, you said this is the perfect earth. But what if on another earth, another shuib- is saying this is the perfect earth therefore every earth is perfect may you please elaborate
0: yeah so ibn Arabi says the entity is one but the layers are many so the countless universes there are countless universes um, and we can describe 10 of them the seven uh, heavens the seven earths we can describe the vast earth we can describe all of these earths Uh, but ibn Arabi says they are one entity um, and they are layered, and we'll get that next week. The the tabakat is, is layering, so there are layers. Uh, so that's why Ibn Abbas said that there are seven Ibn Abbas's just like me in each of these seven earths, and so uh, and so it's one entity, uh, but it's so it's it's. Um, it's almost like there's a beam splitter and the beam comes and then there's me here there's me here there's me here there's me here here, and there's me here and all of and so one gets a little bit paranoid i wonder what my other selves are doing at this time and uh i hope they're all behaving themselves and so on but uh, uh ibn abbas could see himself in all those seven worlds
4: maybe it's time to go solar lol Oh,
0: there you we go. Well, we uh, between the solar gain from the windows, yes, and the firewood. But no, it's wonderful. Well, I mean, it's then at one point it, it becomes. Uh, I, I really, I really enjoy firewood because it's direct. Um, whereas solar, you know, I still have to use batteries, and I don't know where their minerals and their and those and those acids have come from, and things like that. And so I would much rather go directly to someone who says, here, take my wood.
4: Subjugation, interdependence with all creation seems the most important lesson for humans to learn at this time. Any thoughts on making this real in a global way?
0: This it is it is such a very, very powerful uh, lesson that needs to be learned, and that's why we go through so many uh, difficulties and problems and questions and confusions, because uh, what we need to learn is very, very difficult. And it's difficult because, as we said last month, we're given the three things that make us uh, amenable to God loving us, and that is that we're Khalifa, we're take on his names and uh, we think that we possess others of our species. All of those things are very divine. Those are godlike things. And so we have to be we have we're our images godlike, and our reality is the absolute opposite, and the lowest of the low. So we have to reconcile how we have the highest of the high and the lowest of the low. And we have to recognize recognize how we should work with that. So and so if the lowest of the low is such as prostration, and then Ibn Arabi says the greatest position and the most low position in the sense of the most receptive position is when we are told to stand up in the prayer and we stand up. So we stand up because we're told to stand up. And so that is the way that the divine is visible and the slave is divisible at the same time. And that lesson is very, very hard. If we weren't very divine, it'd be very easy to know that we're nothing. Um, and, and if we were only uh, nothing and not divine, then we would just not even, we would not be a reflection of the divine. And so we have to learn how these two utter extremes have to be brought together in one person and in humanity. Yeah.
4: If the donkey owner knew that he is subjugated to his donkey, there will be no action or service as it is meant to be. All is subjugated to who?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, all is subjugated to who? Um, but the mechanism uh, from that goes the angelic, uh, you know, words come down through the cosmos, and so they go through all of the planets and then they go through a human being vocal voice boxes and things like that so we're looking at the mechanism at the level of, of our level that that we see here, um, but ultimately, of course, all of that is uh, to be a reflection of the divine yes.
4: Do we receive dreams from our other selves.
0: Yeah, that, that this is the one. This is a long. I've I've been exploring all of that one for a long, long time. Uh, sometimes what happens is that someone else sees your other self, and they speak and they speak to that other self, and then they say, "I saw you, but it looked this way, that way, or the other way." So, um, and this is how Ibn Arabi says that you can see yourself in many different forms, um, but you know it's you. And so that's the the key is to be and then other people can see you in a dream they know it's you but the form that you're taking is a different form that you're used to and that means that they're looking at one of these other selves um so i guess i mean so that the 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 beauty of it is that it's you. There is just you, um, but the form that you take. And then, of course, in our own lives—young age, and old age, and middle age—and all of these things—you uh, know, when I was fit, when I was not fit—you know, I, my form changed a lot throughout the, my life as well. So, it's not—it's natural that I can say that I'm a me, even though I can look very, very different over the years.
4: Aboriginal cultures are totally aware of their relationship with all creatures in nature right that's all
0: creatures. yeah and that's why the the, the the there are people called fitra the fitra is one they they know their innate creation they know how they were made and they know why they were made and the other peoples are people who have to get messengers and prophets to come to them and tell them this is why you were created this is who you are um so some people maintain that from the very beginning and so these are the 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 first peoples they have that knowledge and they continue with it other people lose that knowledge and then messengers and prophets are sent to them so they'll see what they need to need to learn Um, and that's why we look at we look at the transmitters of this guidance we say the messengers prophets and mothers because those are the three uh, uh roles that guide humanity. Um, some are guided by a messenger, which is giving a law, some are guided by a prophet, which is giving uh, not necessarily a universal law, and others are guided by the mothers, the mothers who, who have received the wisdom and then continue to give generation after generation this wisdom. And those are the people who have, you know, lived uh, in this in in uh, in, in there as they were created for 1000s and 1000s of years.
4: Can we ensure that all our different selves from different layers, different dimensions are all in line with one another and in integrity with our divine self? I mean, aligned with God. If yes, then what do we need to do?
0: Yeah, that's well, that's that goes to the, the, the understanding of if your immutable self, who you are but then also you know that you can go into places um, and that are good places or, or bad places and that can be uh, influencing how you are. Um, and so these other selves um, are presumably going into other uh, places, some of them good, some of them bad, but the, the essential self uh, is the one that is, is throughout all of them. So it's a lesson to do in whatever life you are in, whichever the worlds you are in, to align your, your true self with the way you are imaged, the way you look, um, you know what you're doing and who you're surrounded by and things like that. And that and that of course then that that's finding the true self and and how you are surrounded um, is is the is the is the path that, that we, we are on. So the the path that we're on is that how can I integrate my true self with how I act and how I look. And that integration is saleh, and so, saleh is wholesome, whole, and integrated. And that's you know what you see is what you get, and how I speak is what I do, and, and all, that's integration. Then, so. Well, we've
4: we've talked a lot about interrelationship and subjugation, um, and I promise that on the first Friday of every month, we would remind you that we have an opportunity to interrelate with Shue by, by supporting his work financially. And Aisha, if you'll post the the link to that to make it really easy, um, um, there it is. Um, so on PayPal um, to give give back to Shoeape who gives us so much every week and so so willingly and generously and without any asking uh, back. So here it is, and also his mailing address is here so that if you're not on PayPal or don't want to use that you can just send send a check um, so once a month we'll we'll be reminding
0: <laughs> everyone of this opportunity alhamdulillah thank you okay good so good to see everyone alhamdulillah and thank you for all the the singing and the and the reciting uh, omar was on was traveling today so he couldn't he couldn't come in and and, and use the mic so but uh, hope he's having a safe trip so Good to see everyone, and then this is Juma al the farewell Juma for Ramadan coming up soon. So, blessed Juma for everyone, and thank you. Take care, everyone. Bye.